Rashad Radio. Crazy Rashad Radio. He's getting it done. Number one, in my opinion, in the DMV right now. Show is super lit. Let's get it done. Rashad Radio. Let's go. I can feel it. They they, they got the time on Ace. I'm happy though. I got I got the cinema. I got Andy Boothman in the building. This is round two. Rapper producer podcast. Yeah, I mean, I had to have two parts because if you know anything about hip hop, y'all, there ain't no music without the producer. Okay, so as much of a masterpiece as my man Boothman put together, as much as I'm enjoying it, and I ain't taking nothing away from you, but buddy, we had to get the cinema up on you, man. Man, thank you for having me, man. I'm, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk about the project, man. Yes, sir. So everybody, I want y'all to give a warm welcome to my man, the cinema, and we welcome him back, Boothman of Rashad Radio. And we're going to talk about this bashful rhino, man. So, Deserve. You know, Boothman gave us a lot of the ingredients, so let's actually introduce you a little bit further. Give me give me some breakdowns on who you are, the cinema, the producer, the friend. What's up? So, you know, the, uh, the cinema, I've been producing under the name The Cinema for probably over 20 years now, you know, um, formerly known as Philip Blunt's battle rapper when I was at Howard University, may Philip Blunt's rest in peace. You know, um, sometimes sometimes my, uh, my my soul enters this deity, this 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 human form of this uh, of this uh, rapper slash, you know, carnivorous um, prehistoric animal, you know, sway geographic, um, okay. you know, so, um, you know, I, I, I come in different forms, man. But the uh, the cinema is the producer name, man. That's 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 what I make the beats on. That's what I make the, uh, the sound beds on. I like that. I like the the fact that you um are aware that you're a transforming special deity. That what we said. What was it? Some some like that. Yeah. <laughs> some some like that. Yeah. I, I can't. I, I wouldn't be able to say it twice and it still be flat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Real talk though, because um you know like I said we come from the same era, so I always liked how we had Redman and Reggie Noble. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Like how we had Tony Starks and Ghostface Killer. Exactly. But, yeah. It's the same vein. It's the same vein. So, you know, I've been producing since I was, man, you know, 10, 11 years old, man. I, you know, I got my hands on a sampler when I was real young and, and just ran with it. And uh, shout out to my guy, Raven, uh, you know, the cattle I grew up across the street from, man. He, uh, older head, taught, taught me how to make beats um, when I was real young. And, um, you know, we used to make tapes in my old neighborhood before I met Andy. And, you know, one of the things that I, I, I remember coming to him one day and uh, saying, you know, there, there was this instrumental, this Cypress Hill instrumental um, from their debut album, um, you know, and, and shout out to DJ Muggs. But, uh, you know, that that, 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 that debut uh, Cypress Hill album was so, so profoundly uh, inspiring to me um, just because I thought, you know, the way that it sounded, sounded so crazy. It's amazing. It's amazing. And, I, uh, you know, I told my man, I was like, man, let's rap over some of these instrumentals. He was like, nah, we could do this ourselves. I don't want to rap over nobody else's beats. And this is an older what? kid. So that was, I, I immediately adopted that and was just like, yeah, from now on, I'm gonna make my own stuff. No matter what I do, I'm gonna make my own beats. I'm gonna make my own, you know, sound beds. And, uh, you know, you fast forward to, um, you know, around 92, um, you know, we moved from the, uh, from the city in DC to uh, the Silver Spring. and. Uh, me and uh, me and Booth linked up in a good old White Oak Middle School, and I know he told the story on the last podcast. So I mean, safe to say, you know, we we just man, we had an instant bond, and we've been making music pretty much ever since. 
and he was already making beats. Like, cause when he told the story, sometimes, and I ain't gonna take none away from you, but sometimes you wonder if people may be embellished. I was like, hold up, Booth just said this man was making beats in middle school. Yeah, like, like I was making tapes in like late elementary school, early middle school, and now, I mean, you gotta keep in mind that you know he's, <laughs> you know, starting off, it was amateurish, very, yeah, still yet, still very yet. amateurish, you know, but. It was still like, yeah, if I, you know, if I, if I figured out how to loop a sample and make it sound crazy, I'd be like, yo, let me, let me, let me rap over this. I mean, before I knew how to count bars or before I knew, you know, uh, a song structure with a hook and a break, I, you know, I, I, I knew, I knew how to, you know, hit record on a microphone or on, on, you know, Jamal had a four track and, um, yeah. Yeah, so, Gio, what was the, um, what was the, the production equipment you had before the ASR? Was it the Roland? Before I had that, the Roland JS30. Had the Roland JS30 and the Tascam, uh, four, the Tascam 4-track. We had that in seventh grade. Yeah, so, you had the Roland and the, ta yeah, you had that. That's what I was thinking of, but you already had that when we met. Yeah, so the Tascam, you know, for people, you know, anybody listening who really knows like old school recording equipment, you know, it was, it was a 4-track recorder. So you had four tracks, really you had three. Um, one track was only, you know the beat and so you know there I'm was a track that joint up. i want to look at it right now i'm pulling that joint up man the there's, a, there's a there's a there's a there's a track for me there was a track for booth and a track for ad libs or a hook or whatever we were able to squeeze onto the tape and you would record it onto these you know these four eight track tapes and yeah man how much of that stuff do you still have young? wait a minute i have everything everything's still at the, wow. the original ghetto studios at my parents crib out in uh, another part of Silver Spring, out, you know. And you're lying, uh, yeah, dog. you're lying. Yeah. Got all the original tapes. Cause then Booth, we moved from you got, that. Bars, you, got, you got recorded shit with him too? Oh my God, from like eighth grade. From like Come eighth on, grade. man. Are y'all serious? You gotta do some digging in the crates on Rashad Radio with me. Yeah, man. yeah. Exactly. We have, oh, we, we have, we have zips. We have zip drives. <laughs> we have zip drives full of I'm stuff. Proud of you. We, we, uh, we upgraded to a, I, I, I got a, a digital rolling um, eight track recorder. Um, for Christmas one year, and that just kind of upgraded the sound a little bit. And then um, by the time I got to college, I started, you know, kind of moving in the direction of of uh, recording on the computer. You know, starting off with cool edit, but ultimately making my way to uh, to Pro Tools like everybody else. Well, and and what year did you get the the ASR eighty eight? You got one of the true. Yeah, so I mean. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, I, I and 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 to be clear, to flex a little bit, you know, flex. Alchemist and 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 the RZA and all of them, you know, Kanye, you know, they're, they're famous for using the ASR ten. You know, right, I still right. have a fully working, fully mint condition ASR eighty eight, which was the the ASR ten, but the full eighty eight key model with the with the built with with, with the external CD ROM. You know what I mean? Oh my and I got that in, I, I want to say that was like freshman year. That was like 96. I got yeah, that in like 96. Works. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's oh, it's, it's sitting right next to me, man. It's, it's in a crate right now because what ended up happening over time is, you know, especially if you're doing um, sample-based hip-hop or, you know, once you've got a drum library that you work with that you're, uh, that you're comfortable with, you know, I, I, I started shifting into, uh, into Reason. And, um, I mean... You know, big shout out to Propellerhead Software and, and Reason Studios, but but you know that's 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 really how my sound evolved. Uh, Reason is really a, a crazy good program for people who are used to using analog equipment and then moving into the world of of, of fully digital, fully you know full MIDI. So so yeah, but uh, but I still yeah I, I you know 
there's always a little bit of vintage cookery in 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 in, in the midst. I'm very proud that you have the old stuff too, because I've recorded and just started producing. And one of my biggest flaws is that I'm terrible with organization and 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 lose things. I've lost beats I've made. I've lost things I've recorded. So, you know, to hear that you got something from way back then, that's amazing because people are going to want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? And if not, you're going to want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? One day. That's what's more important to me too. Yeah, yeah. Boot, yo, so Booth has done an amazing job. I mean, he's got a, a crazy archive of our material, I want to say going back at least 15 years. I mean, he's so, got... But- None of it, I'm sorry to interrupt, but nothing is in release. Nothing like no mixtapes, no um, that piff, none of that, right? Nah, nah. Um, All unheard. You no, know, I, I, I released. I mean, unheard to the extent. I mean, I released mixtapes when I was in a when I was in college. When right. I was at Howard, you know, shout out to Howard University, the real HU, HU the real you HU. Know, you know, doing the whole virtual homecoming this weekend. You know, but uh, yeah, you know, I was doing um. I, I was I was doing mixtapes when I was on campus there under the name Philip Blunts. And, you know, I was a battle rapper there too. You know, uh, they had like a little battle competition called the Verbal Armageddon. And, uh, but when I was asked to do these mixtapes, people would be like, yo, you know, I got this beat I want you to rap on. I'd be like, nah, um, just just give me a slot. I'm going to make something. So, right, right, right. You know. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, Andy dropping the oop. Yeah, yeah, had a. Yeah. Is that some of these old yeah. Oh, that's that's like twenty year old Gio. Yeah. Hey, what? Yeah. So he's got it on deck, ready to pull up. Yeah. Oh, and oh yeah. Oh, Andy can. Andy can. Uh. Andy I got the archives. And he got the, yeah, he, he got the Smithsonian in the closet. Man, I can't lie, bro. Like, I appreciate and admire and am a little bit, uh, not jealous, but, like, I don't have that in any of my relationships with my homies, man. I was the only dude out of my friends that was, like, thinking that music was something to do. You know what I mean? So, like, everybody that, that I rocked with growing up was like, what are you doing, bro? You writing raps and shit? You're from Maryland. I'm like. What does that got to do with anything? You know what I'm saying? Like I used to be yeah. real frustrated in my circle of friends, and uh, to hear that y'all niggas knew each other since like middle school, to this day, you know what I mean? And putting out a fucking beautiful package like like the Bashful Rhino is like it's amazing, dude. So thank you, thank you. <clears throat> Shout out to y'all, keeping it real. Appreciate you, know you brother. Um, I mean, to give a little context too, that that the the track I just played, Oompa. When that came out, like, I don't know, um, 15 years ago or so, maybe seven, 17 like years ago, yeah. it was like, like a complete flamethrower. And the yeah. track itself is a sample. I'm not giving, you know, this this the this is where the secrets come out. That's a sample of Willy Wonka, freaked right. in the most face melter kind of way. And that's where the original, the cinema comes from, is, is Gennaro with Freak scores and 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 um soundtracks and shit like that you know full metal jacket usual suspects record yeah. or dream and make these master records yeah of, you know out of sounds from films from scores or soundtracks and that's hence cinema cinema mm. yeah yeah i couldn't have said it better myself yeah so many of my earliest like flamers um as he said you know Full Metal Jacket, you know, I would, uh, you know, the old Tower Records over in Rockville Pipe, man, rest in peace. 
man, I would spend, and, and Booth will tell you, I mean, it's, it's no lie, I would spend every Saturday there, like at least two hours, every in Saturday the there. And in the, in the back the, room. In the back room and see they what Tower had, like places, you know, you go to Best Buy, even if you go through the CD section now, but even 10 years ago or 20 years ago, they didn't have like an elaborate soundtrack section. Whereas you would go to that Tower Records and you could find a score, like the legit score, the original score, like 30 bucks for the for the double CD for Requiem for a Dream, which led to one of my, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. You were in your yeah. Okay. I, yeah, should, I, should, I drop a, should I drop a little snippet? I mean, you I could. I mean, now nah, you could. Now nah, you could keep some in the stash. You keep some yeah, in the keep, stash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you want, you know, you can always hit me with the email. I could. Uh, I mean, I'm just gonna let you yeah. hear that violin. Just that violin. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what. Guys. That's what. Like, like ninety seven. Like tenth grade. Like. Something like that. It's a long like, time like, ago. It, it yeah. can be hard to it can be hard to like pinpoint an exact year when it's like decades plural. So was right, it right. eighteen years or twenty two years? It was something like that. It's a long time ago. That yeah. music shit's timeless though, man. When it's hot, it's hot though. You know, it's like yeah, man. So we've been yeah, we've been at it. We've been at it. Well, you know, um, we mentioned the RZA, and you mentioned Alchemist. And we mentioned in the last, I'm going to make this part two of the Bashful Rhino uh, podcast. But um, on part one, we mentioned how Boothman and I are the same age and like you're the same age as well. Who else besides, um, who else would you say is like inside is your ingredients besides, because I know the Risen and Alchemist play a part. And if you're spitting too, I mean, I know rappers play a part. Like who, who can you like really off top just be like, nah, if it wasn't for these dudes, there wouldn't be no cinema. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, Pharrell, Dr. Dre, I mean, Dr. Dre really off top. I mean, that was yeah. the original rapper producer. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was really the first that did it all. Um, and I think that he's, you know, he's kind of the archetype for everybody that, that followed. Um, I, you know, I, I know it might be a little taboo to say because, you know, the world doesn't love him right now, but I'm always gonna, I'm always gonna love Kanye. Wait, and, um, wait, we got love for Kanye. I've dissed him on my music, but, you know, we have to know that there's only so much that we're saying when we diss Ye. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I might not agree with some of the things that he does, you know, right. outside still of the, the music world, but it's still, yeah, it's still, and, and, and what he did for the culture and what he did as a producer and as an MC at the time, um, yeah. you know, he made it possible for for you know somebody to come out and 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 in that era and not be rapping about selling dope and not be rapping about you know to be able to rap about whatever you want to rap about to be able to rap about you know he rapped about working at the gap who who did that before he rapped about jesus and that and that song got played in the and club. it was in the I mean, club though yeah you know what i mean right 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 so i mean yeezy somebody who you know big influence um, but then there's but then there's, you know, there's, there's lots of, you know, I, you know, I, I would say, you know, Domino from the, you know, the, the hieroglyphics who did so yeah. much of the soundscape for like Dell and, and, and Souls of Mischief and, um, you know, the beat miners are huge influence, huge, huge influence. Um, I like when people and, do that, you know, cause it is easy for us to just say in our age group for people that aren't our age to be like, oh, they talking about Dre and Jay and Nas. I like when we hear names that people might not know, like, the hieroglyphics, you know what I'm saying? I know about hieroglyphics. I know about Del the Funky Homo Sapien, you know what I'm saying? I know yeah. about And so like, that's also what I'd like to know too. Who is there in the, and there was like those avenues that 
influenced you as well or that you'd like to like give a shout out to? Yeah, I mean, and then it's, I mean, it's 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 also, you know, Quincy Jones and, yeah. and Prince, you know, I'm a huge Michael Jackson. Prince fan, yeah. Michael Jackson, like, yeah, like that, you know, I, I grew up very fortunately, I grew up in a household full of music and, you know, inherited a, 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 a really uh, diverse and robust record collection to, to sample from. Um, but not only to sample from, but to listen and to love. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, um, Isaac Hayes and Hell these yeah. are people, you know, you know, Curtis Mayfield, these are people who did it all. You know, they, they, they did all their own music and they sang and, you know, and, and, they, and they spoke or whatever the case may be. You know, of late, you know, funny of, of late, I've really been getting in, you know, I've, I've done a deep dive into the into the Rick James catalog, and uh, man, that, that 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 you know that brother was prolific. Mm-hmm. You know, cocaine so is a hell of a drug. Fashion to do cocaine that. Cocaine is a hell it's too of a easy. drug. Yeah, it's too yeah. Easy. <laughs> someone had to say it. Someone had to do it. <laughs> it's too easy. Somebody, yeah, that was an alley oop. Someone had to. Someone had to. Jump <laughs> yeah. Yo, I so yo, I feel like. I want to hear more music. I'm greedy, man. Is there something? Are we gonna to have to wait 20 more years before we hear another Booth Man and and the Cinema Joan? Or what's what's the what's the what's the verdict on the production? Nah, nah. We're you know, um, the plan is to let this bubble. You know, um, this is this is a you know a, a a labor of love and a piece of artwork. And you know, uh, as time has evolved, uh, you know, whenever I rap, I gotta I gotta make sure I got something to say especially now. I mean, I think that we're definitely in a time where, you know, I, I, I like all types of hip hop. You know, I, I you know, there, there's some trap music that I like, you know, I definitely love drug rap, um, you know, a, a club hit here and there. I don't have a problem with that either, but I think that it's important that there's people who are spitting about what's really going on or telling stories about themselves, you know, mm-hmm. telling stories that are inspiring. And so, you know, uh, the plan right now is to let this joint breathe and to build and to see where it goes. But this is definitely, this is definitely not the last for, for another 20 years. This is, you know, yeah, this is more I was just taking opening. Yeah, I was fucking with you. You know, yeah. you know we, we got, we're going we gonna to follow it up with some fire and, and trust, trust, man. Booth, Booth got way more in the chamber. Booth oh, got way shit. more in the chamber. If I send him 10 beats tonight, he'll have 10 songs tomorrow. I've been trying to get a feature since I met him. So I hope that, you know, more and more we work, you can say, you know, I listen to his SoundCloud. He might get in there. I seen you in my SoundCloud booth, man. I look at my stats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I was checking you out, man. It's all good, though. You know what I mean? Because I would love to work with y'all just to get in my catalog as well, man. But um, For sure, for sure, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll build and we'll work. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. What was I about to say, though? I almost lost my train of thought with that one. He was saying yeah. this. Go ahead. I mean, I'll say, you know, the Bashful um, is really a it's a it's a follow up to Cinema's album, Not My Job, <laughs> which which, um, you know, I was heavily featured on that. And, um, you know, we let that we let that burn on a, on a real low key. You know what I mean? We didn't publish that the way we published Bashful. I know. But that's a masterpiece in and of itself, and um, we've been you know, talking about re-releasing that. We we yeah, that's, we've been we talking about re-releasing not my job, and then there's going to be you know, Janar you know Janar's already working on on his project. I'm already writing you know the follow-up to to Bashful. So yeah, I mean we just gotta. It's always like we're always creating or always working on something. You know what I mean? Janar's making beats. I'm working on bars. 
but yeah, it's none of this stuff happens overnight. No. no. And you reminded me with what I wanted to say from what you just said. Do you remember when an album like Liquid Swords dropped or like mm-hmm. when an album yeah. like shit, even like an album like um, Southern Playlistic Cadillac, Funky Music, you know what I'm saying? When those albums dropped back in those days, right? Those were watershed like, moments. Yeah. yeah. Those joints come out and then you wait for Outkast to drop a joint. Like these days, you know, Gucci man dropping four albums in a year and he's like, Man, I drop right. I'm about to drop six. It's like, I know, but Gucci, four of them weren't that good. It's like now, nah, right. you know, you're my man. But uh I don't want I wasn't trying to imply that I want that type of uh release with you guys. I definitely think Bashful Rhino is a classic album. Like now I don't use that Thank lightly. You. People do think I use it lightly, but I'd like to debate them on all those albums that I've called classics, you know what I mean? But yours is a classic in the sense that it doesn't need a follow-up too soon let people absorb it a lot of bars yeah. might go over people's heads you know what i mean this joint needs to circulate um but when y'all do come back bro i guarantee you the fan base will be happy we appreciate yeah appreciate that, it man. man that's that's much love brother for sure young because like in this day where like you said it and another thing you had said um janard <coughs> excuse me about these times of, like yeah, you can listen to party rap, the drug rap, whatever, but you feel, as far as I'm concerned, how I interpret what you said, you feel compelled as an artist to, like, come with some real, that real, you know what I mean? And yeah, I appreciate that, and the, and the listeners can tell that shit when we hear the production, when we hear the final product, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, damn, like, they weren't on no bubble gum on this one, like, they was like, yo, it's like, I compare it to novels, you know what I'm saying? Like, Sometimes mm. people like to make movies, I mean, make music into movies, but like, I feel like a, a dope-ass album is like a dope-ass novel. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a dope-ass book that you had to like read and maybe you read it, but you wasn't even paying attention when you read it and you finished it. You need to go back and read another chapter. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so the dope yeah. classic one. One more time, y'all, you're listening to the Rapper Producer Podcast. I got the cinema. I got Boothman in the building. We talking about Bashful Rhino. It's on every platform, right? I mean, pretty Airy much. platform, yeah. And they got the website, BashfulRhino.com, right? Yes. yes. BashfulRhino.com, yeah. All, all, yeah. The, all the, the streams are available from there. Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal. Yeah, BashfulRhino.com. And it's just to pick up on something you said, it's interesting. Um, you know, I approached bashful rhino in the spirit of of a novel and when i was like this was a couple you know you know probably two years ago or something and i was playing with titles for the for the working like untitled album i was writing and um i was like the book of andy and um funny enough royce came out with the book of ryan and yes, so he did. That I, album I, is fire. i'm glad i didn't do the book of andy but it was this it was like you know, hence the the novel inspiration or the novel model. And Gennard's was like, what about just books? Books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did throw that out there. Just books. Maybe even my rap name just being books. Um, right. Which was which was super dope. But then the, you know, Bashful Rhino came out of, you know, just thin air and, and it was there and that was the one. But yeah, no, I appreciate the, the novel. That's funny, comparison. man. We'd be on point with the same thoughts then. It's like, you talk about name, wow, books. Yeah. yeah, see, and that's what I'm saying, and that's kind of how I look at it, man. Because like to pimp a butterfly, a lot of albums in my mind are kind of like dope ass audio books, dope ass like new age books. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or 
or maybe that's just me trying to make up for my lack of reading. But, you know, <laughs> mm. I should read more. And everybody out there listening to my podcast, I appreciate listeners, but we should all read more. Um, but, yeah, man, I don't know what else to say except for this one is a slam dunk. I got a couple instrumentals. I don't know how you feel about that. I hope you're okay with those. He sent me them joints. I used them on the last podcast. I didn't use them all, though. Nah, man, I appreciate it, man. Nah, yeah. definitely, man. Yeah, yeah. Let the, yeah, let the vibes go. So yeah, I want, Now I want people to feel the way. I will, yeah. and. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say I'll also, you know, I'll I'll send some some other some some old instrumentals we just got in the deck. I mean, that's what's crazy is like, you know, the malpractice music, the the movement, the the brand, the the core. There is there's so many beats. You know what I mean? Like we've been making Janard's been making beats for literally decades now. So there are like tons and tons and tons of beats that you know we might start selling you know what i mean so there's like a huge inventory of just crack beats and that's why i was just unbelievably blessed in producing and, and creating bashful rhino that it wasn't like i was scraping and scratching for beats i had this unbelievable bounty spoils most the spoils of the most <laughs> fake meltery beats you can imagine you and i'm picking like from that. those i mean just the throwaway beats from the Bashful Rhino sessions is enough to make three other albums. You know uh, what I mean? Absolutely. So. Absolutely, man. Our practice music is the future, brother. That's, that's, that's really the, uh, that's, that's the model, man. Like, yeah, we, we, we have so much in the stash box ready to go. And um, yeah. Malpractice records, malpractice music. Malpractice music. Malpractice music. Is the, yeah, malpractice music is the future. I like that. I like that. Shout out. So listen, if y'all not familiar by now, if you're a new listener, make sure you hit subscribe. You listen to three brothers coming from the DMV area, right outside of DC. Um, Silver Sprizzle, man, it's breezy, man. You know, you know what it is. Yeah, was, it's not, I'm the mayor. Yeah. The mayor, the Bethesda legend. You and know you know, we got something to say in this area that, you know, people have heard of Wale, they heard of Shy Glizzy, shout out both. Cause I you rock know. with y'all. Shout out Fellow Day, shout out Odyssey, shout out, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, all the artists my, from the my, era. My, my boy Tabby Bonet, man. Tabby yeah. Bonet. Yo, I seen yeah. Tabby Bonet in my views the other day, or no, I should say the other day, a couple months ago, and I got two sites, tried to hit him up in the DMs, he was like, <laughs> but shout out Tabby yeah. Bonet. Um, but yeah, th this area, we got a sound that I can't put my finger on because, you know, D.C. sounds different than Montgomery County in a certain way. And P.G. sounds different than Montgomery County in a certain way. And then you got Baltimore. You know what I mean? And that's not where we're actually at. But I don't have no shade for their music or their movements or even their Ravens, you know, because the Redskins look like trash or the Washington football team look like trash again today. Did y'all see the end of that game? I'm sorry, man. I'm sidetracked. Nah, man. I, you know, my, my therapist is, has, has prescribed me to stop watching the Redskins as, a, as an account of, of, of my sensitivity, man. You should probably you know? give him a tip and let him hear this podcast. Let him know you give him that advice now to other people because that's a good word. advice. Yeah, man. Watching the Redskins ain't, you know, that's 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 cause for anxiety. That's cause for depression, you know. It's bad, bad for your health. Yeah, But, it's bad but for if they right were now. successful, I'm assuming that the two of y'all would be rocking uh, Burgundy and Gold with me. Oh, of course, of course. And I was rocking Burgundy and Gold in the early 90s and late 80s when they were winning Super Bowls. Okay. You know? Okay. You know? Okay. I just checking. You know, I, I, 
you know, you know, Daryl Williams and Doug Green, you know, they 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 always or or Doug said, Williams said, and Daryl Green. Backwards. Yeah, yeah. I said it backwards. Doug, yeah, and what? But you know who I was talking about? I know about. you talking Doug you know, Williams. Shout yeah, out, Doug. Yeah, yeah, man. Like that. You know, that was the era. That was the era. Even even the Mark Rippin. Art day, Monk. Man. Yeah. Art Monk, man. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to know that too, because I was coming into this joint thing. You know, I was watching football before we recorded. I was like, I wonder if these guys are Skins fans on the low, like, because. I work with a lot of people that are Giants fans, a lot of uh, not too many Eagles fans in my in my circumference, but every woman, my lady, she's a Giants fan. Shouldn't talk about the women in the past, they don't matter. Um, but yes, uh good to know that y'all are on the same fray with me when it comes to the skins. And good to know that y'all are on the same fray with me when it comes to dope ass, authentic, like soulful, bar driven hip hop, y'all. Like once again. You're listening to the Rapper Producer Podcast. It's coming to an end. I only got a few minutes left. I need y'all to make sure y'all subscribing and you following the Cinema on Instagram. That's what it is. No, it's Saint Cinema on that joint, right? Saint Cinema on, Cine- on, uh, on Instagram. Saint Cinema yes. on, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Follow my man. This is the... He's got a lot of tricks up his sleeve. We only talked about the producing part. That's okay, right? That's cool. Yeah, That's we can cool, get to right? the... Yeah, because, you know, the next time I'm on your show, perhaps my album will be out and we'll talk about my lyrics and whatnot. You know, we were we were chatting about some of my bars before the, you know, yes. b- before we started, man. But, uh, you know, we could definitely, li- you know, leave some more, you know, definitely for all your listeners, you know, be on the lookout for for, for, for the for the cinema sway geographic, you know, debut, um, which will obviously feature A.R. Booth heavily, you got know, to. it's got to it's always it's you know, it's always Raekwon Ghostface when he and I. Always Raekwon Ghostface for you now. Always, forever. Shit, man. Let me get that Capadonna-like status, man. I'm trying to holler at y'all, <laughs> nigga. Man. Uh, yeah, hey, yeah. Nah. No cap. No cap, man. Yeah, no got you, No yeah. cap. Hey, man, it's always a good time whenever I get with y'all, man. I knew it was going to be easy because if you're a friend of Booth, man, you're a friend of mine, and you know what I'm saying? We linked through a real good friend of mine. Can't forget to shout out Big Boy Cuts if you're ever in the DMV area. I'm going to... Don't go nowhere else to get your hair cut except for Big Boy Cuts, but make sure you go to Big Boy Cuts' website to get your shit on appointment because you can't just walk in that joint. I'm busy. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm glad that I got up with y'all through him, and I hope that we continue to work through podcasts, through music, through any type of form of art that will stay and last, man, because I'm into that, clearly. We appreciate, man, bro, I appreciate you having me, man. You know, Booth's been, uh, been talking about the connect with you for a long time, man. It's, it's a beautiful thing to see a brother with a platform. So, uh, man, you know, salute to you for doing what you do, man, and, and, and giving giving us an opportunity to, uh, to to let our art shine a little bit more. Already. You already know. Booth, man, you got anything you want to say before I run out of time? I got like four minutes, though. I don't want to rush y'all. I just don't want it to cut hey, off for y'all. I got to, I got to, I got to say, man, um, Booth did really, man, you know, you could do a whole nother episode on his top five, man. Booth, Booth dropped some, dropped uh, some, uh, yeah, Booth had some, 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 interest. I, you know, I, I, I had to sit back a little bit and was just like, oh, really, we could have a whole nother episode just on that. Well, I'd love to have y'all come back on as many times as you like to. We can debate lots of things. It ain't, ain't got to just be about album releases, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, this is my house, this is your house, you know, so. Man, anytime um, you want to talk about hip-hop, man, I'm you man, I'm always ready to have a conversation. You got enough time to let me know what you got in your little top ten. What you, if you want to say a top five, I want to know what albums you, because I definitely gave Booth, man. Like, I, that question is fun, man. You know, there's no pressure. To it me. is. It you is. I mean? It is. It's controversial. Because, yeah. I mean, and it changes... 
I mean, if I were to do a top five, just like right off the top of my head, Booth probably knows how a little bit of this is gonna go. But like my 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 number one would be uh, Black Moon into the stage. Ooh. Um, my number two would be uh, Souls of Mischief '93 till infinity. Oh shit. Um, then my number three, I would jump to uh, to Biggie, Ready to Die. Okay. Um, my number four would be Reasonable Doubt. Okay. And then my number five would be Omatic. Wow. Yeah. I know all of those albums like verbatim. Yeah. And the thing yeah. about the Black and you Moon made a, joint. You made an ill point, though. You made an ill point. You, you talked about, and a lot of people don't. And I want to salute you for throwing this out there. You mentioned Doggy Style. And yes, a lot sir. of people forget how the chronic and doggy style were two perfect albums released back to back there aren't there was no other era where people were releasing perfect albums like that back to back doggy style is a perfect album and the chronic is a perfect album I, almost like we're not worthy of how good they were right exactly like even when i listen to doggy style now it takes on a new you know it takes on a new a new form and a new feeling and a new soul and it's yeah it's did you see did y'all did y'all get to see snoop doing the verses joint at all did y'all see that when the you know during the, the, when the you did see yeah, it yeah yeah i peeped yeah i peeped most of the verses thus far that uh, was that was it was a weird setup like snoop and dmx was not really i don't know how well that was thought out you know what i mean that's the i mean they both have hits obviously but yeah. that's not it was just say with the dogs. It was, and then then they say something about like DMX said something about he got his saying from Snoop to get at me, dog. He got that from Snoop. Mm, so that's yeah, why they had that connection. Yeah. That they were like, well, shit, you know. I think there was supposed to be somebody else with Snoop, but he's like, now nah, let's do DMX. And you know, shout out for DMX because he's on his road to recovery is good, man. I like to see that, man. I do too. I do yeah. too. I, I love to see that as well. Shout out to DMX, man. That brother is, uh, you know, I, I I I love I love a redemption story. Hell I love yeah. Story. And I love to see this hip hop shit continue. I would love to continue with y'all as much as I can, but we gotta wrap it up. We're gonna do it again. Like I Absolutely. said, y'all, you got Booth, man. You got the cinema. We got the Bash for Rhino. That's what the two of them created and put out for the for the world. Go get that. Run Go it up. That. Malpractice it up. music is the future. Malpractice music is the future. Malpractice music is the future. That's Malpractice right. Music is the future. Hey, I'm gonna be in touch with y'all on the text, man. I'm kind of a pesky guy. If y'all, you can mute my joints and be like, man, this nigga shot, man. But look, hey, I understand, you know what I'm saying? Just because I be on it, man. I'm always online. I appreciate y'all coming through, man. We do it again, right? Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Pleasure to be had. Pleasure to be had, man. Peace and love, brother. Boof. Love you, bro. Good to see you, man. Love you too, man. Peace and love. Rashad Radio. So good. So smooth. Can you have uh, too much? Rashad Radio.